how many quantum computers actually exist? Do you know? Good question. I mean, how many? There, there are plenty of companies that. Well, the physical quantum computing is like. Obviously, there are big players like Google. IBM has a quantum computer. Yeah. Um, then you have these companies that are like. Microsoft must have one. I th yeah, I think Microsoft. I don't think Amazon has. I don't think so. I think Amazon has. Uh, Amazon definitely has a um, a service that is yeah. able to connect. You know, through it's like a cloud service that's able to connect to quantum computers. But I don't think Amazon actually have. Does oh, NASA have one? Oh, that's a good. Yeah, question. That's a good question. Yeah. Let me actually check it. Yeah, check it. Does does that's NASA a great have question. NASA quantum computer? And then there is a. Um, like these little companies, well, little, I mean, you can't call them little, but they're the companies that only focus on quantum computers. So you have a D-Wave company, yeah. Rigetti. They have the, they have like uh, quantum computers already. Yeah. And that's a quantum computer. Let me see. There was a breaking story. Uh, it is. Yeah. The other day. What? Well, it's a D-Wave 2 quantum computer in NASA. So actually they're using... D-Wave. D-Wave, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. the company on D-Wave. I actually like like it better that they are using the the smaller ones that's just my opinion like uh, why that, well that's a different subject but but uh because uh we we definitely cannot give uh google uh, ibm microsoft all these huge companies uh the ability to actually you know be able to control uh the flow of data and the uh, yeah, the the exactly. Security I mean, obviously, and... they own own us. <laughs> yeah, own, yeah, they they, they do. Uh, yeah, that we do. But you <coughs> know, uh, just with uh, maybe I'm just imagining stuff. But I I feel like if if they were NASA, for example, were using one of theirs, they could perhaps at will kind of hijack it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if if they found yeah. some uh, important information or or. We're looking for. Uh, uh, let's say they they find a really valuable metal or something like that mm. out in space, like a really good metal album, metal album. <laughs> <laughs> no, just a really valuable uh, cannibal carbs. Yeah, <laughs> valuable uh, metal or or any material uh, with quantum computing, uh, because the. the you know, it solved the problem fast. The the big companies could actually maybe just hijack that. I don't mm. know. Maybe I'm just being crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I mean, it's definitely an interesting thought because we are living in what some would describe like a modern, you know, industrial revolution right now. So it's like... The second. Yeah. So like you have the huge movements like artificial intelligence and, and quantum computing. So I think like in combination with all those amazing technologies, it is definitely a massive threat, mm -hmm. you know, even like a standalone technology, like, a, you know, AI, for example, right? You could argue it's a huge threat, at least what, you know, you would think sentient AI, you know, but that's a whole different discussion. But I, I think like, yeah, if you if you kind of combine everything together, yeah, that could be very problematic. Uh, but I don't know, man. I I haven't really seen, like, you know... Like, I, I haven't really get into whether this poses, you know, like like a real threat. Because it's so far, it's all theoretical, right? 
at least most of those things. But we already, you know, is have... Is it not applied? Like, like... Well, I, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is with quantum computing is that we, we don't have enough, you know, qubits, we could say that, <clears throat> or we don't have enough sophisticated, you know, a quantum computer that is able to actually solve a real world problems. Uh, so it, it is able to do the certain algorithms that prove that, you know, classic computer is, is like far behind doing it, right? Yeah. So that was when, uh, for example, Google claimed in 2019, quantum, quantum supremacy. supremacy. Yeah. Uh, now, it was disputed by IBM, obviously. Does anybody know the story on uh, quantum supremacy? It's an interesting story. I only remember that... Uh, Get a little uh, bit into politics. Some right sort of uh, <laughs> problem. Some sort of problem, uh, which would take ten thousand years for a classical computer to, yeah, uh, do, and yeah. it only took them about two hundred seconds, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know the backstory. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, so the, so the, uh, exactly. So the, the algorithm was like you cannot really use it for anything. You know, it was just sort of a showcase of of quantum computer power. And and that was quantum supremacy. supremacy. So, <laughs> so, uh, but. Exactly what you said. That was just to kind of show that, you know, the, com the computer we have, to, you know, in this, ca better. this case, yeah, Google, you know, it's doing something that classical computer would take, you know, thousands of years to do. Like it was, I think it was 10,000 years to, to, yeah, to do the same thing. The so the IBM actually dispute that. And I have the, um, I have their uh, uh, blog that they actually posted on the, the whole article. Hang on, let me see if I can open that. Have you done a move? Uh, have you done a move? And I was waiting no. for uh, for Warren, double yeah, to do, make his turn. But it's but, your uh, turn it's, all along. It's been me all along. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's go back to the uh, article by IBM that was disputing the claim from Google that Google achieved Google. quantum supremacy. <laughs> Once again. Um, so what they said that actually... Because Google claimed that, you know, the classical computer would, would do it in 10,000 years. Yeah. Quantum did it in, in you know, 200 uh, seconds. However, IBM said uh, that uh, they were able to perform um, the same task uh, in a classical system in 2.5 days. Wow. Or at least, well, they didn't perform it, but, you know, they said that ideal simulation would, would take 2.5 days to actually get arrived to that so it's not that much better <laughs> no but the Sorry. the point is i'm always kicking uh <laughs> feet no because the point is like i i think many many don't really know what quantum supremacy means mm. right because like w what it really is mm -hmm. so the the interesting thing is that the the uh quantum supremacy term was coined by john presco uh John Preskill okay. is a, a university professor in 2012. No idea who he is. Well, anyway, he said that quantum computing, I actually also have his, has his, um, let me see, uh, his article where he, well, it's not really article, but he posted that, um, and I uh, quote what he wrote, quantum information science explores the frontier of highly complex quantum states, the entanglement frontier. This study is motivated by the observation, wildly believed but unproven, that classical systems 
cannot simulate highly entangled quantum systems efficiently. And we hope to hasten the day when well-controlled quantum systems can perform tasks surpassing what can be done in the classical world. One way to achieve such quantum supremacy would be to run an algorithm on a quantum computer which solves a problem with a super polynomial speed up relative to classical computers, but there may be other ways that can be achieved sooner, such as simulating exotic quantum states and so on and so on and so on. So in this one, in 2012, uh, when he actually coined the phrase quantum supremacy, he argues that, you know, the quantum computers would be able to, you know, like outperform classical computers in a significant way. We, I mean, we're talking about exactly like thousands of years. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, the problem is that in 2000 and I believe it was 2019, uh, you know, shortly after the, the Google claimed quantum, uh, quantum yeah. supremacy, he posted a blog post where this, uh, dude. the same dude, yeah. John Presco, uh, in a uh, in a journal that what he meant by quantum supremacy is that a quantum computer is able to do something that a classical computer cannot do. Mm. And that's different. So it's, uh, quantum computers now can't like outperform the classical computers in, in every way. So, so many... it, that's the point. Because, well... First, he, he kind of implied that classical computers can do the same thing as quantum computers. It would just take them massive amount of time to do it. Yeah. However, in 2019, he says, you know, that what he meant by it is that, you know, quantum computer or a classical computer is not able to do something. That quantum computer is able to do something. Mm. And that is, it, it's still different. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, what do you think? So can you can you say that classical computer let, let's say what we what we already uh you know um touched upon the RSA encryption system that it would take a classical computer quadrillion years to to you know uh, uh to to, uh, to to get all the combination possible combinations uh you know to to factor the the large number um could we could we put it into the same category as not being able to solve that or is it still, it is able to solve that. It would just take them quadrillion years to do it. Yeah. Like, you know what, in a, in a scientific, like you, you have in a science, you have this kind of statistical, you know, outlier where it is already thought of as it's impossible. So it, it's so far off of, of being possible. It is mathematically possible, but it's, it's such a large, you know, chance that it will ever happen that it's already put, like okay, it's impossible mm. that will ever happen. So, so I, I would say like you could technically argue that you know on on the behalf of Google that ten thousand years is such a large amount of time <laughs> that you could just say it's impossible yeah. for a classic computer to do it. True, yeah. right? So those impossible, so those impossibilities. I'm sorry. These impossibilities. Yeah. Are now possible. Yeah. Because you can actually. So 2.5 day, like, I mean, it's, it, you that's know, a, let, that's a little bit better than a thousand yeah. years. This, the 10,000 years, right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> so that's what the IBM argues. Like, well, you know, it's not 10,000 years, right? And also, they also stick to his 2019 blog that, you know, it can do it. It is not something it cannot do, the classical computer, right? It yeah. still can yeah. do it. But, 
it's just uh, it's not best suited for like those tasks. Exactly, right? On a computer, it's better suited for, the, for those tasks. Exactly. Yeah. Doesn't that just make it already uh, quantum supremacist? Well, yeah, it does. Because it's just better. It is better. I mean, it's more supreme, so it's better. It's better. But so there is this interesting question then, though. Is there anything, any kind of algorithm or any kind of problem that quantum that only quantum computer can solve and classical can't? Because some someone can argue like, OK, it takes 10,000 years to solve this algorithm, you know, suppose as, as Google put it. Uh, well, what if I build, you know, such a huge, large supercomputer that it just is all over the, you know, the, the globe. Like it's so big yeah. that it's just like, it's like a huge planet and it can crack it, you know, uh, at the same speed as a quantum computer. It still can, can do it. Mm-hmm. It's a classical, you know, system. Just, it's just this computer is so massive and, and has so much, you know, processing power. And it's just impractical to make it. Go. It is impractical, but they made a point, right? It, yeah. it can still do it. It can still do it, but yeah. it does it in a so inefficient way. It is true, yeah. but it's still, it, it is, there is this point. It can do it. Yeah, yeah. So, so the question is, is there any kind of problem that classical computer cannot do and quantum can? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I don't think it matters because yeah. if we can do it uh, in a more efficient way. As That's true. You as you as look for efficiency, says. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, but I think we arrived to the interesting thing when we mentioned it, Deutsch's problem. I hope you enjoyed the fourth episode on quantum computers and quantum computing. We will continue with the subject next week. It's going to be 23rd of September. And uh, definitely check our website, send us email on royalchumps at gmail.com and uh, send us any suggestions, uh, what we can do better in our podcast. Uh, And I hope that uh, you will enjoy the upcoming episodes. Thank you again.